0: This week's episode of the Pretty Neat podcast is brought to you by you. That's right. If you'd like us to promote your content or your store, let us know by going to the and click in the mailbag. It's time. Do we do a Bruce Buffer impression? I I I'm going to
1: pass today. I don't think so. Yeah, okay, I don't think so okay but i think today and every day we pass (laughs) (laughs) well
0: i had to open up my my now recurring peach mango cider
1: this is this is like the fourth member of the show at this point yeah i like it Or, or maybe it's the fifth i think liquid death is kind of the unofficial fourth
0: Yes, you're you're right, and I think even Howlerhead probably has a a mm. small like a substitute status for for that
1: red wine is in there.
0: Yeah, you're a frequenter of the. Oh yeah. Wine. Do you have a favorite type of red?
1: You're saying like a like a grape
0: varietal. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I I know that like Cabernet is one yeah. type,
1: and yeah, uh... <laughs> um, I like a Pinot Noir. I like anything that's an estate wine. Um, You know what an estate wine is? I do not. An estate wine is something... Is a wine that is produced solely on one vineyard. Oh,
0: okay. This makes from, sense.
1: From what I understand in the wine world, it's pretty common to buy excess grapes or even like the mashed grapes and blend with your own grapes depending on your production. Hmm. Um, so... Yeah, um, anything that's a state grown is good. I, I like a, a thoughtful blend. Um, I like a nice Zinfandel, I like a nice Syrah. Uh Sangiovese is always good. I had a Bordeaux Superior the other day, which is a French wine, I believe, from somewhere in France, and maybe even the Bordeaux region of France. And uh it was it was good, not great. <laughs> um, so yeah welcome to the pretty
0: neat podcast where also good not great (laughs) yes yes that was a great segue uh that isn't the pitch i threw but you still fucking hit it (laughs) i did i did Uh, that's Dom, I'm Aaron, and Ryan is not here today because he is a uh, responsible adult
1: and doing his work. I don't know what that's like, but speaking of work, yeah. Um, you know what always marks the beginning of the school year for me? Oh, boy. Uh, is when I wake up on a morning and my sinuses feel like somebody ran them over many times with sandpaper. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. Is that just like germ exposure from the thousands of kids? Or... It is. Okay. That is that is in fact exactly what it is. And you can. Always, there's always a patient zero among the adults, mm. and that person always comes to work, and then within 48 hours, everybody else. Yeah, what's her name? <laughs> and she's
0: obviously been doing it for too long. Is uh,
1: it know? is. Both of those things. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I figured that's the type of person. Maybe not
1: the doing it for too long thing.
0: Okay. But the, um, the comfort to be like, I'm okay. No, it's like, no, not that type of person. Yeah. Uh, no, you, you stay home. So nobody else gets sick. That's the point. Nobody I've, gives a fuck if you're suffering.
1: I um, have it and I'm not really, it's not bad enough to stay home. Sure. So but
0: contagious enough to be spread.
1: I'm not really sure. Um, I had a hot toddy yesterday that was just delightful. That made me feel better for about 45 minutes. So that was cool.
0: What's a hot toddy.
1: You don't know and, what a hot toddy is. And
0: I feel like as soon as you tell me, I'm going to know
1: and I'm going to yeah. feel silly. It's basically tea, except instead of using tea leaves or say a tea bag, you use two and a half ounces of whiskey. Yep. I did. M- mixed I did. with boiling water, cinnamon, Lemon, uh, some honey if you've got it.
0: Yeah, I I heard about that on another good but not great podcast called Away with Words. Okay, where they talk about the, the origin of words.
1: I I would imagine they could do hundreds of millions of episodes because there's a lot of words.
0: Yes, I'm sure they have. Uh yeah. Speaking of, is that what is what uh, anything else crazy with work? Just going.
1: No, yeah, it's fine
0: yeah I have um I, I can't go into detail, okay, <laughs> but but my work uh, is currently producing podcasts, yeah, as some may know. And last week was a fantastic event that occurs annually here in Austin called Federal Supernova, which is where uh, the government and dual use investment firms that go military go private. Um, come out and see what all the startups are doing. South
1: Bay, be that Southwest. industrial complex. I love it. Oh
0: yeah, man. I mean, I've seen <laughs> so many drone manufacturers in the last couple of weeks. Um, but um, I feel like I know way too much. Mm. <laughs> but not like everybody was saying these things in the in this space. And, okay. Uh, yes, there were things said that were on the podcast that he was like oh actually you need to take that out okay cool make a note won't put that in but i don't know if it's because they slipped top national secret or like a company secret or whatever mm-hmm. but man there is i've talked about how there's a lot of action on the moon there's just a lot of action with space in general first what do of you all. mean
1: a lot of action on the moon let's 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 unpack
0: this. (laughs) There's at least one country every week that is landing something on the
1: moon. Not people, because that's never happened. Right. (laughs) But something.
0: Never in the history of mankind.
1: That is correct. That is one small
0: step we haven't taken. I agree. And uh, it's they're they're just sending a lot up. You know, uh, India just landed one successfully, I think, last week. Um,
1: For for what purpose? What do they think is up there?
0: Uh well, that's for two purposes. Well, three, if you just want to count mankind's natural dominion tendencies, we see something we want to go there and uh huh take it over,
1: <laughs> or lie about going there and taking it over. Carry or,
0: on, or as, as we as we know, it's in the sanctum of truth. Um and uh, but so thank you
1: for what... saying as we know there, yeah, because you're right. We do know <laughs>
0: as a content producer myself, uh huh. I can say that cameras may or may not have been able to function on the moon at that time. The answer is they could.
1: Seems unlikely.
0: Uh, But the, I mean, a lot of it is it's infrastructure building there right now, um, primarily for mining and ore and materials from the moon to build things on the moon, uh, not necessarily to bring back for any purpose here, uh, but also to break down to create fuel from the moon because Mm. the moon is more so viewed as a a launching point. Uh, It's way cheaper to launch rockets from the moon because of gravity not being such a problem. Um, And if you don't have to take the fuel from the earth to the moon and can make it there. You really don't have to send up these big monstrous rockets anymore. You can really Mm -hmm. start talking more about transporting things there um, and people uh, going up there. Do
1: they have clean water in Flint, Michigan yet? (laughs) I'm asking for a friend. I don't I don't know what
0: sound effect I'm going to put right there but it's going to be a good one. Oh, they don't? Okay. Well then,
1: <laughs> then let's stop you can let's let's not let's not do the we're going to get fuel from the moon thing. Mm-hmm. But I get it. I get it. Feed the complexes, I'm for it.
0: That's actually a great thing. If if I had been approached by some general or some company or some contractor that's like, "Yeah, we're getting water on the moon." I should I will retort with, "Are you sending it to Flint, Michigan?"
1: Yeah. <laughs> I've heard they need it. <laughs> they do.
0: Uh shit, Texas needs it right now.
1: <sighs> I told it, you it's been like 110 here. It's miserable.
0: Yeah, we I think it may have been before the last episode. Uh, we had a 45 day streak of over a hundred degrees, which yeah. was the longest in
1: Texas's history. It's a long time.
0: Yeah. Um and uh yeah, it's it was 99 today, so it was a little bit of a relief. All right. I think sugar is gonna be a great champion. I really do okay Uh, i know we're going back a week because we didn't have an episode last week
1: also no one cares about the fights that took place last saturday carry on
0: i'm not going to disagree with that aside from the obligatory phoenix for kz
1: no i'm i'm
0: on record with my feelings about this yes you are and if everybody's interested in our opinions on that go to our discord
1: (laughs) where up. someone has been copying and pasting what i'm saying apparently which is fine <laughs>
0: i wish that was true and i'm not that smart but that's a good idea i'll have to make a fake dom account and be the be the runner of it <laughs> uh, anyway yeah i think Sugar is is gonna do very well i uh i did see that he opened in uh tentative odds with for a rematch with Algermaine as the favorite yeah that's correct he still opened as the dog against marab that is incorrect i also kind of think that's incorrect after the last one
1: i actually think and ryan's gonna hate this i think marab is an easier fight than aljermaine sterling after seeing him fight aljermaine sterling hmm you know cuz you know what jumped out at me about the way he approached it which I did not I did not anticipate and I don't think anyone did the way he managed space against him and sort of prevented takedowns was with his striking and he his did. kicks he didn't it wasn't really takedown defense as much as it was I'm going to jab at you every time I think you're doing it mm-hmm. and then I'm going to frustrate you and you load up and try to like Superman punch me. I know it wasn't an actual Superman punch, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm going to get out of the way of that and drop you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty good logic if you think about it.
0: Yeah. And watching his training video, which showed him practicing that counter over and over again. he's They knew what they were getting into with Aljamain and Aljamain's plan was to ride him like a backpack. Um, he never succeeded at it Mm-mm. because of what you just said. Sean was doing, and I was amazed to hear that Sean also uh, had not been training on the ground because of an injury uh-huh. for the whole time. So he
1: really was dependent on that that defense and the. Well, grappling. he was never going to beat him on the ground. So, like in a no, way, it, it kind of doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But to not be able to train the stand up from that is. Yeah, it's interesting.
0: A lot of people compared that cro- that uh, counter to McGregor's mm-hmm. punch of Aldo. How would you compare the potential future of Sugar versus McGregor's? Because I mean, he won the belt, never defended yeah. it, moved up, won the belt, never defended it, and well, and basically bailed.
1: Yeah, I think Sugar's going to have a longer UFC reign for sure. I think too. Connor. Yeah. Um I don't see him competing in two weight classes necessarily. Although I actually do think seeing him fight Alexander Volkanovsky would be really interesting. Um not saying he would beat him. I'm just saying at 155 or 45 rather. I think that would be an interesting fight. Um yeah. I never really even put that in my head. Just because I think I think O'Malley is so like he he's there's no one like him. There's no one that does what he does. So training for him, I would imagine, is an absolute motherfucker.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How do you how
1: do you simulate what he does?
0: Yeah, and thinking about lightweight, there's really not the people who have that. Well, a there's nobody that has his creativity. I do. I do really think lightweight or featherweight. Uh, featherweight. I'm sorry. Yeah, one forty five. Yeah, I can't really I see. I guess Gaethje would be
1: closest, right?
0: Yeah, uh not to lend too much credence to Max Holloway's performance because I'm I wasn't super impressed.
1: Sean O'Malley would beat the fuck out of Max Holloway. Max is very big. He's pretty big. He's probably too he's probably too big for Sean O'Malley. I think he's
0: pretty big. Um but that would probably be that would be an interesting fight. Uh, see, that would be interesting to me, like to see. John's Sean... not—he's
1: not little though.
0: Hmm. Hmm. He seemed a little bit bigger than algermain if I remember correctly.
1: So lanky. He's longer for sure. I—I I don't know that he weighs more necessarily. I think he—he he walks at one fifty, 150, one fifty-five. Um. He, in fact, I think he joked. I think he. I think it was with Joe Rogan where he joked about. If he just fought at one fifty five, he's like, what am I going to go do? Fight Charles Oliveira, or Justin Gaethje? Like, they'd beat the shit out of me. I'm not doing that. And it makes sense because those guys are way bigger than him. Um, yes, I don't know that he will ever have the global appeal that Connor does, but I think domestically he has. He's probably the only guy on the roster with a chance to get into that Connor stratosphere. Um. Hmm. So I think a guy like Israel Adesanya and even John Jones in the fight sports world, not even just MMA, but all combat sports. I think those two guys are household names. Um, I think Khabib was that right there. I think Makachev is right there. I think Volkanovsky is getting there. But as far as just like crossover appeal, I think Sean O'Malley is right there. I really do. I'm not saying he's going to get there. I'm saying he has potential.
0: Yeah. And to piggyback on that. There's Connor had like a generational appeal as well. He introduced a lot of people to the sport because they liked him, but it's not because they, uh, I I would say it's not because of the sport, right? It's the antics and and his personality and everything else. Uh, Sean has an entirely new generation of people and fans. And, And he
1: speaks to the younger crowd. To a
0: much younger crowd yeah um i mean the guys on twitch and playing video games which i mean mighty mouse is doing way before that but he's an older guy you know he's boring and sean's not boring yeah no 24 year old or 23 year old is gonna sit down and watch me play grand theft auto like it's just it's what do we have in fucking
1: common you know that is that is true they are not
0: and, and but he they might you know, he's in his mm-hmm. 20s and he's doing what he wants to do and he's kicking ass at it. And um and that's great. Um, that being said. It's interesting to think that, like, when people were getting into the sport with Conor McGregor, um, having to kind of tell them about the other people like. Um, I'm trying to think of other names that really jumped out before Conor. Even Anderson Silva, like if somebody was introduced mm-hmm. to the sport and they were like, "Oh, Conor McGregor is the greatest fighter ever," and then everyone else would be like, "Actually, you should look at Anderson Silva or George St. Pierre, you know, or John at, Jones or John Jones." You know, look at we those could just people. get it
1: right. We don't have to say those other guys.
0: <laughs> sure. Well, I'm I'm talking like oh, it makes day. me
1: mad when you do that.
0: Like, but John Jones and and Connor weren't that far <sighs> apart in t- in terms of years. Like,
1: no, that is correct, and they're roughly the same age, right?
0: Yeah, so I'm talking yeah. like, like you somebody gets into the sport because of Conor, you kind of explain the greats uh, that existed, the legacy before. Oh, okay, I see. What and, you're saying. Now I'll you that. and now there's, and now there's going to be people getting into Sean O'Malley, and it's yes. going to be like, oh, you should go watch Conor's old fights. He's pretty fun too. Like, you know, like he'll. Okay, he's not going to do well as being the the UFC's number two um, if Sean really blows up,
1: which he could. Which he, totally he will never could. be bigger than Connor. Probably not. Even though he will very likely end up with a much more successful career in the octagon. Um, he will not. He will not. Nobody is. He, I mean, he may it's just also, not happening.
0: He may also fiscally wind up better than Connor. No way. I I think, oh, you know what? The boxing and stuff. If he boxes, that could change things a little bit. But it's not
1: even the boxing. He sold Proper 12 for what, $400 million? Did he sell it? Uh huh. Um. He's still like attached to it, but. Right. Well, and that's see. not all
0: his. Like that's going to go to every investor he's got. But
1: similar to the way LeBron made a fuck ton of money when Apple bought Beats. Um, yeah, in 2021, Connor was the highest paid athlete of the year. Globally, talking topping like Messi and Ronaldo. Um, That's wild. He made 180 million dollars in just 2020. He's what did they sell Proper Twelve for? Let's see. And we we drank some Proper Twelve together one time. Remember, it's actually not bad. No, it's a um, 600 million in sales, 250 in profit. Um. Ah. So I mean, Sean's not topping a quarter of a billion dollars. It's just not happening. That's so much money.
0: Oh, uh, it's not impossible if he keeps his social media shit going. Let's see if he if he really builds that up. And especially Sean, with-
1: Sean right now. They've got him in the the like 2.2 million range. Granted, that's going to like exponentially jump. Yeah. As Um, an
0: athlete, that's what he's been paid or like that's kind of those are
1: his. That's what his net worth is estimated to be.
0: I could see that right now, but depending on if he gets in good with some with some good people, he should probably get into cannabis.
1: Well, he is right. Yeah, so, you, you
0: should get into it more cuz cuz that'll that'll So,
1: we talked about this Blimey. and and it was in our text message thread and I think it's worth mentioning. Okay. It's pretty and Ryan mentioned it last week actually or 2 weeks ago. The UFC wanted Sean O'Malley to win. Yeah. It's really not even to me to me it's not even a question. So if you so Sweet Sweat yeah. which <laughs> is a company which is a product of a company called sports research sports research makes all kinds of supplements. Sweet sweat is their biggest brand. This is not a free shout out. I have actually been a sweet sweat user. My there's actually, it's, it's right. I know my thing's all over. It's literally right behind me. The two, um, Mm -hmm. my wife got me that she put it in my Christmas stocking. Yeah, we do Christmas stockings. Gay. I know. Um, like, Four years ago, and I've been a user of their products ever since because it fucking works. You lather it, I'm bald on my head, my neck, my like chest area, and get in the sauna, dude. It's nuts. So Sweet Sweat has been advertised on the UFC mat quite a bit at different times, but this time they had their Sugar Sean edition, which has CBD in it. Hmm. Um. So, and it's it's a little pricey. But, um, they put his fucking name on the mat dude, like, yeah, and they were there were commercials with him, and they were showing his highlights and then, like, less than an hour after the fight, the entire second round with the highlight knockout was on YouTube on the UFC's official YouTube page, which never happens. never like that that's just a they they pretty clearly wanted him to win. We're fans? Let's be let's be very transparent. We are fans of Aljamain Sterling on this show, mm-hmm. but the UFC at the end of the day is about dollars and cents, and he is nowhere near as profitable as Sean O'Malley is. Nowhere near. So, and that's that's,
0: that's huge. Like, right? can you imagine being Funk Master and Sugar Sean's names on the map? Yeah,
1: like they right? Yeah. Like you've you've had this run of title defenses and wins in this division. And this is the highest selling bantamweight main event of all time, I suppose, pay-per-view-wise. Um, and it's because of the other guy, not <laughs> yeah. because of you. Like, that's frustrating. Very. But yeah. what are you going to do, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. We're not, people just aren't, were down with the funk. You know? What can you do? And, and Sean, too, um, with that release like because he's such a social media presence you have to get it out now like they it, with him like he needs to be able to share that with his people yep you know that's a big part of why i think they released it early not just to like get his name out super quick which i'm sure is a, just an added benefit yep. um and a and a and a good reason to do it a good pro on the list the other pro is that his people want it now, and they want it fast, and he wants to
1: share it as soon as it, as he can, and
0: he and won't.
1: that's why he's going to fight Cheeto in December, mm-hmm. because luckily for the UFC, Cheeto won, and they, I think they're looking around saying, "Well, Cheeto's an easier fight than Marab," and we don't really know where Henry Cejudo is, and he's Cheeto's an easier fight than Corey Sandhagen, mm-hmm. so. The option is you just put him in there with someone you know he's going to beat, or at least you have a pretty good chance. And, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I don't think Cheeto's going to figure out his timing like he did Dominic Cruz. Uh, he, no. Sugar just
1: is too varied in, in how he slips out. Like, And he's, uh, since their last fight, he's gotten better, and I would argue Cheeto's gotten worse. At um, the probably, very best, he stayed the same.
0: I'd probably align with you on a lot of that argument. It the same, very much so.
1: I'd have to go and look at it. Did you see, speaking of money, did you see the payouts from 292? I did not. Okay, who do you think was the highest paid fighter on the card? Uh, I would need, can I have multiple choice? I'm going to give um, you a hint. I'm bringing up. It is,
0: well, don't Google it. Uh, no, I'm bringing up the event because I don't okay. remember
1: who else is on that. Card. So it was someone it, it is probably the right decision for who I'm gonna for who's my... got the most. for who. Sorry. Wow. Language. It is the right decision for who was on the card as far as who got paid the most. Probably the most decorated or second most decorated fighter on the card for that matter.
0: I'm gonna go with Chris Weidman. no, uh, what? No, really? I say that. No, not even close. Ian Gary
1: no, most decorated fighter on the card. Zhang Wei Lee Zhang Wei Lee. good. five hundred and twenty thousand. Okay. makes sense. It's not a bad payday <laughs> makes dollars um fact. <laughs> chris Weidman four twenty six. That's not okay. bad
0: I knew he would be way up there um except for not getting any pay-per-view points.
1: Yep. Um, um the next two the this is... Amanda Lemos got 250. Um and then Sean and Aljo both got the same 500. Huh. Yeah. Okay. This yeah, does plus. not include, sorry, um bonuses, sponsorships or other locker room bonuses. So not including like fight of the night, knockout of the night, pay-per-view points or anything like that. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. UFC
0: 292 was good.
1: UFC 292 was very good. Yep, yeah, it
0: definitely earned the B+. B plus. I'll tell you
1: this. If Zhang Wei Li brings that shit to Tatiana Suarez... Uh, It'd be a rough night for Tatiana that, Suarez. No, 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 for Zhang Wei Li. Oh, you think so? If, if that version of Zhang Wei Li shows up, Tatiana Suarez is going to beat the fuck out of her.
0: Oh, OK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I only watched highlights of that one. So. Yeah. What am I
1: going to do? There was a uh... uh, Kurt Holaba with the triangle choke. Yes. Brad I I feel like we got a lot of our picks right.
0: We did. We had a pretty, pretty good night. And even the ones where we were split, like weren't weren't far off they were they were tough fights um what i when i was thinking about i wasn't thinking about Zhang Wei Li's performance uh about how she would have trouble i was thinking about aaron blanchfield um from this past weekend uh,
1: that is correct
0: she was just it wasn't there like she made it through that fight but i do not understand what uh, the dominance thing kind of fell to the wayside for me. Yeah, not that she won't be dominant, which I'm assuming she's on the rankings now. Who um, are we talking about? Erin Blanchfield.
1: She already was. Um. Uh, well, she's she was third before. She's second now.
0: Okay, so that that, that makes away. sense. Yeah. Um. Alexa Grosso, I mean. I almost want to see her fight Valentina. She is going to fight
1: Valentina. Is that the next fight? Uh, I think it's at 294. Okay. I cool. think it's on the same card as John and Stipe.
0: Okay. Nice. Uh,
1: am I wrong? I don't know.
0: I don't see a next fight for Aaron Blanchfield. Let's see. You Valentina. UFC.
1: Or is it 295?
0: Uh, Valentina is fighting Alexa Grasso. They have a rematch on September 16th.
1: Yeah, that's the, that's 295. That's, wait. That's a fight night. Oh. Valentina's fighting on a fight night? Yep. What? As the contender. September 16th. No way. Yeah, I'm looking at it. For the belt? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Oh, you know why? Because it's, there's nobody else good on it <laughs> why no that's i thought that was the opening weekend of the nfl it's not um huh women's flyweight main event title fight
0: wow oh wow and in kelvin gastelum versus shavkat Rachmanov is the co-main kevin holland versus Wait, Jack Gala
1: magdalena the same card this is a good card the so ESPN doesn't have the Kevin, uh, it has Kevin Holland, it doesn't have Shavkot on there.
0: Uh, I'm on ufc.com and they do have Kelvin Gastelum and Shavkot at Welterweight. Damn, Kevin Holland and Jack Meladena, a uh, Jack de la Madalena, Jesus. Uh, D Rod and Santiago Ponzinibbio. that will be a good fist fight. Uh, but I but wouldn't necessarily Raul Rosas
1: Jr. is good with Terrence Mitchell, yeah. What in the fuck is
0: this? This is a wild fight night to begin. This is a free. this is a, oh my gosh, Chris Curtis and Anthony Hernandez also,
1: and Tracy oh, Cortez and Jasmine no. juevicious. what? This is it almost makes me think they have this wrong. And it's at T-Mobile. a fight night. It says Fight Night. Maybe they're just being nice.
0: I, I don't know. I mean, I don't think they would get the pay-per-view numbers. No, with, no, no, no. With this no, headliner. Sir, not. So, no, I mean, sir. I guess I get that. That
1: is, that is, oh, it's Noche UFC. Noche Maybe that's UFC. why they, yeah, the, like isn't that, is it Mexican Independence Day? I apologize. Oh. That's not what that is.
0: Gotcha. Making um, it free. Well, that makes sense. For uh, And Rossi. do you know
1: what? You can get good seats for not that much money. Here's what bums me out. How can I figure this out? Are you going
0: to Vegas a different day, but very close to that?
1: No. So (laughs) that's the Saturday that Ryan and I have our drunken afternoon planned. So maybe that just becomes drunken afternoon into evening where we watch the fights together. But I was thinking, my wife and kids are going to be out of town that weekend. So I'm thinking, do I just drive out there and go to this thing? But the next day... I have I got uh, a co-worker. He goes, hey, man, I have this connect and because he was in my office and he saw my Rams stuff on the wall and he's like, oh, hey, I have this XYZ contact and, and he has season ticket, you know, pretty good seats at SoFi if you want to go. And I'm like, oh, yeah, dude, I'd love to, whatever. And then and I just expected nothing to come of it. And then, like, four days later, he sends me a a text message with a picture of the Rams schedule and, like, four games crossed out. And he's like, all right, which one do you want to go to? And so the next day, the 17th, is their home opener against San Francisco. So we're going to that, which is the day after this.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: This This is an interesting. Do you know what the Flix bus is? No. So, so the Flix bus is a bus that will take you from some places to other places, as buses do. Um,
0: do they like do movies or something? Like Flix like movie?
1: No. Okay. I don't think so. So let's see. On that Saturday, let's say, to go from very close to me to not that far away to go to Las Vegas on the bus, I could leave at, well, these times aren't great. I don't like these times. Don't show me these times. Um, Theoretically though, you can do it in about four and a half hours and it's about 30 bucks. And it takes you right to Las Vegas Boulevard. Which is really not bad. No. So then you figure coming back. But the thing is, I'd like to get the whole day there and the earliest it can do it. Now, can it take us? And Ryan, if you're listening, don't think you're not included in this, buddy, because you are. (laughs) Now, on the 15th, Aaron, because I know you asked, we could go at. Yeah, Okay. so for 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 funsies. You leave at 650 and you come back. See, this is too late to come back for the football game, which bums me out. And the, the latest bus back is 830 at night. So that's not going to work. Oh, wait, no. Oh. Hmm. 1215.
0: Do you know who the actress Rooney Mara is? Yeah. And her sister, Kate Mara? Yes. You know who their dad is? No. The owner of the New York Giants. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: I think I did know that. Yeah. <laughs> so for 64 bucks, you get a round trip on a bus. You don't have to worry about driving. That's really not bad.
0: No, to go to Vegas. And that'd be
1: that'd be okay. Friday night to Saturday night, basically. Nice. That ain't Mm. bad. Nice. Hundred bucks to go to the fights. That's that's not terrible. No, I'm raking in that admin money now. You know.
0: Yeah, and T-Mobile Arena is awesome. Mm -hmm. For sure. You know what? You know what? Other arena's awesome is the
1: Accor Marina. In so are we done with two ninety two? Can we can we put it in the books? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sean O'Malley, come on the pod. <laughs> please do. And now it's time for the Pretty Me Podcast Picks. So, two weeks ago, and really this past Saturday, there's these bullshit Fight Night cards, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. but then this Saturday.
0: Yeah. Zero is gone. like a really
1: good card that I think starts at nine in the morning my time.
0: Uh yeah, the prelims yeah, nine thirty. Yeah, the prelims start at eleven thirty my time, which is a lovely time for fights to start. Uh I love how they beefed up the main card with French fighters, which I suppose wasn't too hard. There's quite a few French fighters on the roster now. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, this is a nice card. This is a very nice card. I. It's a very...
1: really good card.
0: Yeah. The, I mean, the first, the, the three at the top, you know, Sal Bangers. Gon, Ciro, Bangers. Jeez. Totally. Um, Manon Faroe versus Rose. Bang. Going to be interesting. I guess. Neither, uh, but sure. They're they're I would love to watch both of them fight. Um. I think this has a rose victory all over it even Maybe. though Manon is Maybe. the favorite um I, I think... don't think Manon's that good. That's the thing is like she, when she first came onto the scene, she was a she was violent, she was creative. Uh, she was interesting to watch um but in her last two, which the last one was against um Sermonara formerly Mm -hmm. Katie Chooks, which she won, but it wasn't amazing. And then before that she beat uh, Silva, Silva and another one, just another decision. And I mean, she won but it just, or sorry, she fought uh, Maya before that after Mm -hmm. that, Jennifer Maya. Um, This will be Manon's first fight this year. I mean, she's gonna come off of eleven months. Okay. Okay. So I mean, I'm I'm interested to see what kind of energy she brings with that. Um Rose too hasn't fought in a long time, but I, I'd give her the veteran edge on this, and I don't think she's I don't think Rose is washed yet. Um
1: Well, she's the best.
0: She's the best if she wants to be.
1: <laughs> so Rose last fought May of twenty twenty two. She has also not fought this year um she she is an underdog oh also speaking of betting Mm -hmm. was sean by knockout plus 330 uh i think he was in the second round specifically in the second but before the fight it was plus 330 i think just i'm almost positive it was yeah that's so ridiculous and we talked about it i talked about it specifically like that's that's a ludicrous line it is because that's how he's gonna win (laughs) <laughs> it's the literal only way <laughs> yeah plus 180 would have answer something but but fuck plus 330
0: yeah i'm pretty sure that was like the pick to make that a lot of the guys were, were saying to make
1: the um, other argument i guess would have been because we know the ufc wanted him to win was that it was like a and god so did that crowd in boston did you see that shit yeah they, um they, they booed aljumaine He's yeah. from, like,
0: a couple hours away.
1: <laughs> yeah, but they hate New York. That's true. Um, the argument would be if it got to decision, there was some sort of, oh, well, he did more damage type of deal. Um, Either way, Rose is the best. She lost <laughs> by split decision against Carla, although I think that was probably the right call. Mm-hmm. Um, May of 22. Carla yeah. no longer the champ there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Rose is moving up to. Is it flyweight? Yeah. Yeah. One one twenty five, not one fifteen.
0: Yeah. I, I. So
1: you've got Rose there.
0: I've got Rose here. So um, UFC by submission. I'll even I'll even say she wins really? by submission. And I think if it goes to decision, that it. Um, uh, I don't know. We'll have to see. I think Rose is going to get hit more. Okay, but I think that she's got the ground, and I think she's got the experience. So,
1: so Rose plus one fifty four, one fifty five, depending on where you're looking at it. I suppose the betting, like that's the value bet, but I I think it's a stay away because you just don't know. Rose could, mm-hmm. Rose could kick her head off inside of forty five seconds, yeah. or just get held on the ground for fifteen minutes.
0: Yeah, yeah, she could, and, and uh, you just whatever her game plan is is that's questionable now. And it sucks that like before it was just her mindset. Like it, we it was hard to pick her because it was which rose shows up tonight, and now it's not only that it's did they plan correctly because their plan for Carla was fucking stupid and it cost her the belt and and i won't even say it was her fault like she didn't show up a co- her coaches were telling her she won like they that she followed the plan exactly like they What were is her coach's a, name? Uh is it Travis Brown? Is that her her no. husband coach?
1: No, her husband is Pat something.
0: Pat Barry. Yep, yeah, you're right. It's Pat Barry.
1: But it's the same gym that Kamaro trains at. Is, is it? it Trevor Trevor Whitman? Does she, did she train at Whitman's? Oh, she does. She does train
0: with Whitman, yeah.
1: High altitude or whatever. Yeah, Trevor Whitman. Um, okay. Kind of a, a rough stretch for him. Except for Gaethje, I guess, but...
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're going to see. We're going to see. But again, it's just adding to the validity of this random fight night that's really great of this card.
1: Yeah, this is a fun fight night card for yeah. sure.
0: And, and before that, you get Benoit Saint-Denis, um, and Tiago Moises. Mm-hmm. And even though Tiago Moises might be the most boring interview and, frankly, forgettable fighter, he has these victories that are just crazy. Like, he, he just does. Tiago? Um, yeah. like like um, uh-huh. Costa. Uh, and then before that, when he beat uh, Giagos, Christian Giagos. Uh, his which was like his comeback ruined that. Yeah. Um. So that that's a great one too. Um. Obviously, neither of them are in the rankings. I mean, a really great performance by Moises might put him back in the rankings, but even that, I don't see. I can't believe that Wilken Osterbeier is still in the top ten.
1: Well, I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're welcome thank you uh for the record give me the frenchman there benoit saint denis actually i think i think the french are going to do very well on this card i do too uh william gomez uh another name that is
0: starting to become more familiar to me uh he beat the uh the south african or is the Mar- marshall uh, the south african bottom. weirdo
1: are you in like a like a fantasy ufc all european keeper league or some shit no, no.
0: That's a good idea, though. <laughs> Francis
1: Marshall. What are you asking about him?
0: Uh, will William Gomez beat him? Yeah, he did. Did he finish him? I think he did. Um, no, nope, split decision. Ah, shit. Oh well. Yeah. He was
1: he was a little paralyzed by Francis Marshall's crazy good looks.
0: That's what it is. I'll
1: yeah. say this. Um, you have knowledge of like remember you know patty comes over and you're like oh yeah and ian gary and apparently william (laughs) Gomez. you know a lot of these these euro guys before before i do anyway
0: yeah i mean i know that we both we watch a variety of sports uh sorry i should say this you watch a variety of sports
1: yeah somebody asked me the other day they're like what sports do you like i was like all of them
0: yeah Uh, what do you mean
1: i was (laughs) <laughs> name one <laughs> those are the ones i like not WNBA though have you been watching the south african cricket finals um cricket i've tried cuz it comes <laughs> up on espn plus sometimes and i can't i don't understand yeah uh, uh, you watch
0: a variety of sports i watch a variety of the same sport
1: i l- i like that oh shit are you watching contender series right now by the way
0: uh i am not i believe it's over
1: it's it's on on my TV but we're in different time zones. Um uh, This is this is uh this guy in the blue shorts just really knocked out this guy in the red shorts. Oh, <laughs> Which is my favorite thing about contender series.
0: Oh yes, I do have it. It is still on. Oh my goodness, Ramirez is uh, waking up. Dude, what did and he hit him with? Uh
1: like a like a 1 2 combo. Huh, and a body him. shot before that.
0: Yeah, I see him dancing around. Oh, you, are you watching play. the slow motion? Yeah, right now.
1: Right there. Oh, yeah. Oh and my. by one, two combo. I meant. Uh, yeah. Done. Straight left.
0: Oof! And that body kick was intense.
1: Do you know anything about denim? Uh, no. Okay. Why? No reason. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I I've, I've recently gotten very into uh, a specific type of denim and a specific type of construction of denim and Dana White seems like the type of guy that would have it.
0: Oh, it's that kind of denim.
1: Mhm.
0: Uh and all I mean speaking of the variety of sports that we watch uh that I watch, I'd like to congratulate California's Little League baseball team for winning the Little League World Series this year against Curacao.
1: Did they win the whole thing?
0: They won the whole thing.
1: Good for them.
0: Guess, guess what other U.S. team they had to beat to get into the U.S. Uh, to the world. Wasn't final. it Minnesota? It was Texas. No, it was Seattle. 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 Oh, yeah. i right. Uh sorry. Seattle... In, be-
1: in between Texas and Minnesota is Seattle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, California beat Texas and then Texas played Seattle for the wild card spot against California for the final for the U.S., and Seattle edged them out. Nice. Um, but uh, yeah, welcome back to the U.S. Little did League you world see series champion trophy? <laughs>
1: there are, I'm looking it up right it's now, the only
0: world series that incorporates the rest of the world. <laughs>
1: Well, the regular World Series does too because there's a lot of international players. Fair enough. So as of last year, there are one, two, three, I think there's now a fourth. There's a guy that plays for the Giants. There's like four guys that have played in the Little League World Series, the College World Series, and the Major League World Series. Oh, really? That's pretty fucking cool.
0: That is pretty cool. Yeah. There's um, there's a pair of brothers as well um not with that intensely good of a record but baseball players yeah there's a pair You're of, talking about the Uptons the Uptons yes they were yeah. both in the Little League World Series in different yep. seasons yep and both are now in the major leagues and are they on the same team
1: neither of them are in the major leagues anymore, um, anymore. gotcha BJ and Justin
0: were what because weren't they in the Little League in like the 80s the,
1: no not that long not ago that long. um okay they were both good players at times. Um, you can you can't go to Anaheim and ask about Justin Upton. He's he is not. <laughs> we we don't like him. Okay. Um, but they were on a prep team that had like five guys. Go- yeah, uh, they were on travel teams with Mark Reynolds. David Wright and Ryan Zimmerman. Um, Wright and Zimmerman were multiple-time All-Stars. Mark Reynolds was never an All-Star, but played in the major leagues for 12 years. Um, hmm. So I think they won a lot of games. Yeah. What's the status I... of Otani? Otani. I love shit like that, where I just completely skate over that question and go on to this next thing. Okay. Um, there was a baseball player for the Minnesota Twins. He was a catcher, Joe Maurer. Um, six foot five catcher, which is crazy. And he he was a phenomenal hitter. The story about him is he played four years of varsity high school baseball and struck out once. Wow. Yeah, that's it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what happened with Shohei Otani? Hmm. The Angels just angeled it up. So. You blame the Angels? Um, do you know who CJ Wilson is?
0: Uh is he one of their medics? No. No, I do not then. <laughs> so
1: CJ Wilson was a pitcher. Um, Christopher John Wilson, left-handed pitcher. He is a straight edge guy. You know what straight edge is? I do. Um he pitched for a couple of teams, signed as a free agent with the Angels. Um in 2015. Picture them from, from or 2012 rather, picture for them from 2012 to 2015. Um he signed a five year 77 million dollar deal. He, which by today's standards is a bargain. He was an all-star one time and he was 51 and 35 in that record, in that stretch, which is good. And then he had to retire because he hurt his shoulder. Um, He likes race cars. The, so he went on this rant on Twitter or X or whatever the fuck it's called after the Otani UCL tear. And I, he says the angels said just get Chick-fil-A if you need to eat. Um, Be physically ready for 8 a.m. workouts. Run really hard to first space and you'll be in great shape. There was a whole thing. He says there was no breakfast served at spring training until the second week of spring training in 2012. No weight room until 2013. Coming from Texas where fitness was 100% expected, it was shocking how lazy they expected the players to be. He said they wouldn't buy Albert Pujols a special treadmill because it was too expensive. Um... Damn, is, this is
0: what's up with the management or the owners? Are they just cheaper?
1: Or... Well, Artie Moreno is the Angels owner. He is the richest man in the state of Arizona. Okay. He is a multi-billionaire. Um, mm-hmm. I have been ranting about the Angels last. So if you could see the text message spread between me and my grandma and my uncle, all Angel fans, uh, pretty diehard Angel fans. You can watch some of these teams and they'll have a player or a trainer on YouTube take you or the viewer through their facility. The Dodgers, the Mariners now, who, or the White Sox rather, who share with the Dodgers. The Mariners and the Padres who share a a complex. They're not facilities in Arizona. They're complexes um, Mm -hmm. where they have a field, multiple fields, training uh, facilities. Sometimes they have little retail shops, like all kinds of crazy shit.
0: The way you Um, described it made me want to go.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of fun. San Francisco has just a mind-blowing facility up there. The Angels don't have any of that. Uh, or down there, I should say. The Angels don't have any of that. They don't. When when I thought he was going to sell the team and I thought it was either going to be the Warriors owner or the Rams owner that bought him, I was so expensive because or I was so excited because both of those guys spare no expense on the stuff that doesn't count against the tax or the cap. Not the cap, but the luxury tax. So you can spend as much as you want. You can build a a million square foot training facility if you want to with state of the art everything and like relatively to you it doesn't cost that much money you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. and and put all of it and then you can expect your players to to spend their off seasons there and there's you don't can't force them necessarily but they will if the facilities are there yeah or at least a good chunk of it and so the fact that the angels just don't do that frustrates me and it's no, they've had the most injuries in major league baseball this year again. And to me, it's not, it's not a coincidence. Fair enough. It's just not a coincidence. And yeah. I'm, I'm struggling in my fandom, man. Yeah,
0: It's like the um, story. In- it's like a uh, uh, TJ Dillashaw and his camp and how everybody was getting the same neck and shoulder injuries. And they're yeah. starting to say that it's because of this training, this specific training that they're having us do, and it seems to actually be causing a lot of long-term problems. It Very well, could be. Sounds like they have a similar
1: issue going. Except it's it's they spend way more money on these players than TJ Dillashaw, Dillashaw makes. No, no shade at TJ Dillashaw. But it's yeah. true. Yeah, and they have been way less successful than him. So, yeah. It just frustrates me. I, You know, you can't buy a World Series. You can't buy competitiveness. in. You can't buy a competitive record in Major League Baseball. You really can't. But if I look at the standings, um, I can't speak too much to the East Coast teams, but the Mariners, the Rangers, for sure, the Astros, for sure, all have absolute state-of-the-art facilities, the Braves, the Phillies, um the nationals and the mets the cubs which i've seen it's incredible the dodgers um the padres and the giants it's all like all these teams they all do it and the angels just can't figure it out
0: it's almost like they've got too much anaheim and um in like the disney thing where they they well they'll do a lot for the facade but they really maybe don't care what's behind it like oh just Put a fucking wood board and paint it to look like Hillside and put that behind the animatronic except 80 years old.
1: Disneyland does a way better job at that stuff. (laughs) And and frankly, like there's all kinds of weird stuff. Speaking of Anaheim with the their stadium and land around it deal that kind of didn't make sense to me ever. And Mm -hmm. the the mayor is in prison or something now. Like, but the Angels still want the stadium and five million dollars from the city. Just like weird stuff that you know these teams or these players rather aren't going to no one's going to want to go there
0: yeah and i mean maybe i mean maybe they're maybe they think the angels are a massive draw to anaheim and i mean come on there's something else in anaheim well what do you a, mean well like what's i don't what's the right way to put it like
1: or who is they i should ask
0: I guess it would be the, the the leadership of the Anaheim Angels are yeah. sorely mistaken in that the Angels are not the draw. Well, maybe they think the Angels are the draw. Or maybe they don't. Maybe that's why they don't care. Like, they know Disneyland is why everyone's going there anyway.
1: Well, they draw roughly 3 million fans a year, which is the mark all the teams want to hit. Okay. They do. Well, they draw fans. Um, they're They get decent TV ratings. But I'm on record. Angel fans are stupid, and they 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 get it is this
0: orange California like
1: it's they not,
0: it's not the hub of intelligence in that state. Tito, Ortiz some would say, their fucking mayor. Like,
1: well, I'd still vote for him. <laughs> you know, <sighs> they they yeah. got whatever. I I don't want to talk about it. Fair I'm not sure where my fandom will lie in in three months' time when the season's over.
0: I hear you. Well, it'll still lie with MMA. It
1: which will. Is, which is good. And with Cyril gone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a... We, we're we not really making extensive picks for this card. No. Because we'd more to so like to do that on the numbered cards and it's great to get the actual right answers from Ryan um, <laughs> before they happen. And he's not here to do that. He He is a... He is the most Nostradamus of of us um it's true, but I definitely have Cyril in this i i don't I don't see Sergei Spivak having a fucking chance like i i I'm a Spivak fan and like I like he's great he's very very good he's very aggressive he's very technical um that aggression may be an edge that he has with Cyril. But it is not a big enough of an edge. Cyril is is just too professional. He's too athletic. He's too fast, and um, his strikes will be so technical, or maybe not technical. I should say will be accurate. Um, and I don't see I don't see this going all five rounds. Uh, but if it does, I think Sergei Spivak is going to look like a fucking potato by the end of it. And Yeah, I see Donald. Cyril wearing
1: him down, stopping it late in the third or in the fourth.
0: I could absolutely see a fight like that.
1: I guess Sergei could catch him, but the closest, and even then, this isn't a great comparison, the closest to Cyril gone that Spivak has ever fought is Tom Aspinall, and he got knocked out in the first round. Mm-hmm. So...
0: Yeah, I think Cyril's going to need a lot of luck.
1: This is a guy that didn't get knocked out by Francis Ngannou. Yeah. (laughs) And kind of started a fight with John Jones. Yeah. So, you
0: know. No, I I think Cyril's got a very good chance. I already kind of spoke on Manon and Mm -hmm. uh, Rose.
1: You have Rose there?
0: I do. I'm going to stick with Rose there, and I'm going to stick with Sub like i i think okay. it's, i'll be that specific um
1: gimme cyril i'll go with rose even though i don't feel good about it and then i just gimme the frenchman all the way down yeah all after
0: women. that after that i i would very much so i think manon is probably the the weakest um french on this fight in terms of everybody in terms of who they're fighting not in terms of in general um even though she's a favorite, and some of the French are not, um, I'm 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 in alignment with you. I think that there will be a lot of of power and energy from the crowd, uh, and I think they want to capture more of that market. So they're going to want to put some winners in. They want to give people fan, uh, somebody to root. I for.
1: think all of the French are the favorites. Nope, except the very first one, Zion okay. against Cavon Cadi. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah, so I, I definitely think they wanted to fly with some French victims. Edwards
1: and Corn- Cornoli is the French there, and she is a very slight favorite, at least according to Caesars.
0: Where's Josh Parisian?
1: It's <laughs> a crying shame he's not on this card. <laughs>
0: uh, the non-Frenchman. with
1: He should be Josh the real Frenchman Parisian.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? He's got... He never mind. I was going to say there's a comparison to make between Drickus being South African and cl- calling Izzy a fraud mm-hmm. about being an Af- about being African. Uh but uh there's nothing there. What do you think so, early about the Strickland Izzy I was up? I
1: was just going to ask you the, the same thing. What change up, what do you mean?
0: Uh, Just that Izzy's fighting Strickland instead of Drakus. We've, we've uh, briefly yeah. touched on it in the past. I think Drakus is
1: far more compelling.
0: Definitely. It, this fight is fast approving, uh, approaching, believe it or not. It's already yep. in two and a half weeks.
1: If, however, there is a guy that could catch him, it's going to be Sean Strickland, but that's not going to happen. No. Um. And frankly, as I'm looking more at this card, just give me the the down unders the whole way for the most part.
0: Oh yeah. I should I, I think
1: so. Um, our guy, Manel cop is back.
0: Did they find an opponent for him?
1: Felipe dos Santos. Okay. Welcome to the UFC and make your debut against this nightmare of an opponent.
0: Yes. Good. I'm, I'm happy. He's got a fight. That's that's what matters.
1: Who was he supposed to fight? Now I can't remember. Oh, Kaikar France.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That that's better for him because he beats Kaikara France But whatever, get a win. And man, we have not seen him in almost a year.
0: That's wild. Poor Manel. Uh, yeah. The rest of that card, like this, is also this has a recipe recipe for some fun. Um, uh, because I mean, I know you don't particularly care for Tai Tuivasa.
1: No, I like Tai Tuivasa.
0: That versus Alexander Volkov is interesting.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, I like Justin Tafa too.
0: Yeah, Justin Taffa. That's going to be fun. Tyson Pedro. I'm a big fan of Tyson Pedro. And Anton Turkal is, is a good matchup. Uh, Carlos Alberg versus Jung Duan. Again, another really good one. Yeah. Um, Jamie Malachy is coming back against John McDessie, who should have retired 15 years ago.
1: Jamie, just a bunch of.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this is a, a great card. Uh, one, two, three.
1: It's four. an okay card.
0: There's only 10 fights on it right now, and there are no female fighters on this card yet. Um, I
1: don't think we get any more fights on this card. I think this is this is where it stays.
0: I don't think you're wrong. Uh, I don't. Uh, still a fun one. That one next week we'll have to make some picks. No, the week after.
1: For the uh, for the noche UFC or whatever.
0: Uh, yeah, that's what we're making next week. Yeah, yeah. Next. Uh, week oh, is that before two ninety three? No. Uh, uh two ninety three is two is on the
1: sixteenth. No, two ninety three is on the ninth. It's a week from Saturday. The other one is the week after.
0: Oh, my gosh. I thought Izzy was two and a half weeks away. It's a week and a half.
1: Now, let me ask you this. Which one's actually the better card?
0: Oh, man. Oh, man. Why'd you have to do that? Why'd you have to do that and make me compare it? Um
1: The the Noche UFC or 293.
0: Really hard. That's really hard. I mean, I'm gonna as a whole, that yep. Grasso Valentina card.
1: That whole have, card is fun. The
0: whole card makes me want to watch everything. The main card of 293 um beats it.
1: I mean, does it yeah you did yeah this i think this I'm, saying this, this I'm
0: like tied to Vasa. noche
1: or ufc or whatever they're calling it i think is partially so cool because it's a this they have sold worse pay-per-views
0: mm-hmm. oh yeah this year
1: <laughs> so right so <laughs>
0: Yeah, that that I'm looking forward to that. Maybe we'll make some picks for that next week.
1: Or, you know what? Well, shit. That would be... Maybe we'll have to... That's the day... Ryan and I are going to go drinking that day. Maybe we figure out a way to do like a live... Or, or we just record ourselves watching and reacting live. I don't know. We'll talk about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Ew, ew. <laughs> damn yeah we'll figure something out that's yeah. a really good fight night
1: card <laughs> mm-hmm. it just yeah. is it's, it's it's just a good fight night card
0: that's that's one of those ones where i might i might block out the time and and yeah maybe we could do a, a twitch stream or something I uh, i do plan on switching up our podcasting stuff next month okay uh not that everyone needs to know the technical side of this thing but uh yeah i do plan on switching up uh likely using headliner uh
1: no free shout outs
0: just a different software but we'll see i just want to i want to have the video and be able to do some stuff with that um yeah yeah
1: anyway what do you want to take it out on?
0: Um, geez, uh, I want to do something about a fight night being better than a pay per view. Mm-hmm. What's uh oh, hey, what's the German word for constipation? Far from Putin. <laughs> the dad joke made dom sign off 2024 hey you know why i love mma so much it's pretty neat that
1: is 100 true but it's also because it brings us together it did you know what (laughs) violence really does bring people together yes let's get